Hello and welcome to the very first episode of How Did We Get Here? A podcast in which we'll be analyzing different music movements and genres from the 60s to the early 2000s and their impact on society and today's music industry. My name is Nastya, which is short for Anastasia, and I've been really interested in music for most of my life. But you know, it was not really uh, a curiosity in what are the instruments used, what are the technical parts, but mostly about what is behind music. And today I'm recording this podcast to show you how, in my opinion, music has evolved over the past decades and how it had a huge impact on our culture. By the end of this series of episodes, we'll go through a huge amount of interesting and very different music genres from, well, I don't know, synth pop to Afro-psychedelic rock and the events that would surround them at the time. And of course, we will listen to a lot of songs. Uh, by the way, uh, at the, uh, uh, with the upload of each episode, uh, I'll be adding a link to a playlist that will consist all of the song that I played today and all the songs that relate to the theme. So in this opening episode, we will talk about a very short period of time that has started all of this mess that we call sex, drugs and rock and roll. And more precisely, we're going to talk about the cultural revolution in the mid-60s in Britain. Also, we will talk about uh, the new standards of music that evolved in this time and the new lifestyles and movements. So to start this episode, I, I insist to play this song, which in my opinion reflects, v- reflects very well this time. I think it's, it's, the, it's the definition of the swinging 60s and the cultural revolution. Just because we get around What we all s- s- say This is My Generation by the one and only band called The Who. So before talking and going in depth with music and rock and roll, I really think it is important to quickly talk about the social and cultural background of that time. Uh, teenagers and youngsters in the early 60s were the, very f- the, were the first generation to be born after the Second World War. Uh, we also call them baby boomers. And uh, what is interesting about them is that they were not psychologically wounded by the impact of the war and wanted to bring to the world a new, more colorful way of living. And uh, their mentality was opposed to, well, most of the time, their parents that were born during the war or just before it, uh, between 1928 and 1945, and were called the Silent Generation. Uh, This name was given to them because their main goal was to bring a more calm calm way of living and, of course, erase the wounds of the past. 
And as all of you can guess, uh, this uh, difference between mentalities actually initiated the Cultural Revolution. Now we're gonna talk, of course, about music. Uh, one of, the, as you can guess, of course, one of the biggest defining aspects of the 1960s was, of course, music. <laughs> Even though rock and roll began having an effect on Europe and Britain in the 50s, it wasn't until the early 60s and the emergence of, as we call them, British invasion, the bands like the Beatles, that music truly began its revolutionary changes. But firstly, uh, I want to get through the roots of rock and roll and, of course, its main characteristics. Uh, it has evolved in the United States in the late 40s and early 50s with uh, huge attributes and inspiration from Afro-American culture. And this is why uh, when you listen to rock and roll, you would hear some uh, notes of jazz, boogie-woogie, blues, of course, uh, gospel, and other attributes. Uh, in the earliest rock and roll styles, uh, the lead instruments would be the piano or the saxophone, and the beat was essentially a dance rhythm with an accentuated backbeat. On the other hand, uh, classic rock uh, was essentially is essentially played with one or two electric guitars. Also, you have a bass electric guitar and a drum kit. These four instruments, well, three, were are today also the I would say the main kit of a rock band even today. So uh, to compare these two genres, I think it would be interesting to um, to compare two songs that are the same one. It's just two different w- ways of singing the song. The first one is the original one uh, by Chuck Berry, and it's called Route 66, which was published in 1961. And the second one is the cover of the song made by the Rolling Stones and was figured in the very fir- in their first album in 1964. So uh, we'll start with the original song, Route 66 by Chuck Berry. Well, if you ever plan to motor west, Jack, take my way, it's the highway, that's the best. Get your kicks on Route 66 Well, it winds from Chicago to L.A. More than 2,000 miles all the way Get your kicks on Route 66 Well, it goes from St. Louis, Joplin, Missouri, Oklahoma City, Lexus So here we can clearly hear the piano being the lead instrument and the very well accentuated blues rhythm. And now let's listen to Route 66 by the Rolling Stones.
So here there is clearly no more piano. The guitar is very amplified and becomes the main instrument, but we still can hear the rhythm and the structure being the same with uh, the original song. Uh, what is interesting with rock music is that it was pretty hard for new bands to become mainstream. It took them a lot of time because uh, even though right now we couldn't really see a huge change between uh, old rock and roll and classic rock, uh, it was very different and shocking for the mainstream public to hear that. And because of that, um, big broadcasting radios such as BBC in England would typically just not allow these bands and this kind of song to be played. And uh, this is why, <laughs> which is I think is pretty interesting, is that uh, underground radio stations would uh, leave Britain because they couldn't uh, work on uh, the England le English land. What they would do is that they would buy boats, go into the open sea in the Atlantic and uh, broadcast from them. So uh, they would have entire stations there, they would bring bands, they would record in the sea and then broadcast it to England. Uh, so if we speak about rock music and the British invasion, it would be just a sin not to speak about the initiators of this whole movement. And these are the Beatles. <laughs> the group formed by John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison and Ringo Starr started their music career in 1961 in Liverpool when just the local store manager <laughs> discovered them and helped them record their first album called Please Please Me that was released in 1963. The main single became a hit in big cities in Britain and brought the band to a whole new level. After this first release, this first album, the fascination with the Beatles escalated very quickly and breached the normal barriers of taste, class, age, and sex, transforming their recordings into a matter of the why uh, of the whole public. And live performances were watched by everyone. A new movement is born, and it is called Beatlemania. <laughs> in 1964, when the single "I Want to Hold Your Hand" that I'll play in just in a matter of seconds tops the charts in the United States and Beatlemania is being eventually brought to Europe and the United States. When you think about it, why the Beatles became this famous? Why not another band? And uh, one of the main reasons is that their lyrics were written by themselves, by the musicians, which was pretty rare at the time. 
and were directed more to love, breakups, and etc. And another factor that also would bring them to a whole new level was the experiences that they would perform uh, in the recording studios. Uh, right now, with the song that I showed you, we cannot really see that, but uh, we'll talk about this subject in the second episode. You'll see then. Uh, and in a short amount of time, uh, the Beatles became the main band of an entire decade. And by that, other musicians would follow their style and create other other iconic swinging 60s uh, bands. And now, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna look through the other bands uh, that were the main image, the main, uh, the main carrier of the Cultural Revolution and the British Invasion. Firstly, I want to talk about the Yardbirds. Uh, you may not really know them from the name, but if you at least have a little knowledge of rock history and rock musicians, you'll for sure know at least one of the band, member, band members. First of all, we have Eric Clapton, which was also, who was also the lead singer and guitarist of Cream. Then we have Jimmy Page, the creator and lead guitarist of Led Zeppelin, and Jeff Beck, who was also very, a, a very good guitarist appreciated in the community. And to give you a little presentation of this band, I'll play Heart Full, Heart Full of Soul, by the Beatles, uh, the Beatles, the Yardbirds. <laughs> Then, another band that is very, very important for this time is, of course, The Who, with Roger Daltrey, Pete Townshend, Keith Moon, and John Ann Whistle. And, of course, their main single that I played in the beginning of the episode, My Generation. But, you know, because I really like this band, I will play another song by The Beatles. It's uh, Both of them were from their first album called My Generation, which became not only the songs, but the whole album uh, very important in that time. So, yes, I'll play I Can't Explain by The Who. I'm gonna talk about the Rolling Stones. We listened to one of their songs, uh, Route 66, which was a cover, 
but uh, they were also they were also very very important of that time. But they were different uh, from all of the other bands because they brought to the mainstream public a more greedy, heavier driven sound, which later on will came will come to define hard rock. And uh, to show you that, I'll play. I'll play yes, uh, jumping flash mono. Oh, sorry, <laughs> by the Rolling Stones. To hear this, as I previously mentioned, more greedy, heavy-driven, dark sound, I'll play another song by the Rolling Stones, which all of us know, but still, I'm gonna play it, Painted Black by the Beatles. Ugh, why am I saying the Beatles all the time? The Rolling Stones. band that I'm gonna mention tonight are the Kings. Uh, they're very famous nowadays for the single called You Really Got Me, but uh, the reason why I'm talking about them right now is that they had some very soft and interesting acoustic songs that would also very match to, as I previously mentioned, the theme of love songs, breakups, and etc. So I'm gonna play the song called "Nothing Can uh, Nothing in the World Can Stop Me Worrying About That Girl" by the Kings. <laughs> Man, a girl fell in love, glad as I can be. Man, a girl fell in love, glad as I can be. But I think all the time, is she true to me? Cause there's nothing in this world to stop me worrying about that girl. I found out I was wrong. So, in the 60s, as I quick mentioned previously, uh, not only music changed, but other other cultural aspects we have uh sorry 
we have not only music but fashion and um, Queen magazine which was a very famous uh, magazine uh, of fashion photography at the time drew quickly attention to a fashion designer Marie Quant uh, later on she became famous for popularizing the miniskirt which became later on the symbol of 1960s fashion. The mini was designed to be free and liberating for women and later on would become a political and social statement of their freedom and independence, that women are more playful, more joyful, and more free to do whatever they want. So in the end, the British invasion can be considered, in my opinion, as the main turning point in music history. It initiated a new way of expressing yourself, thinking and living. But, as you know, it was only the beginning. Music changes really quickly, and so do the musicians. In the second episode of How Did We Get Here, we will discuss the second part of the 60s with the birth of a whole different genre called psychedelic rock. And to give you a little taste of uh, psychedelic rock, I'm going to play a song by by the same The Beatles, but uh, which was uh, recorded only three years after their first release, their first single. Uh, this is called Love You Too from the album Revolver. you so much for listening until the end of the first episode my name is Nastya and this was the first episode of how did we get here about the British invasion thank you so much you can't be bold, but what you got means such a-